Eyes up, Guardians. We are live for the second time for episode 121 of the Conqueror's Corner podcast. Today is July the 13th. I am the Destiny Bad Boy, not Ryan Fox, and I am here with my fire team, who all of UCCBs know by now. Jared? Yeah, I'm back. Back from California. California is great, and uh, meeting Chad in person was even better than that. So, And also, uh, Raider Fred, shout out. And the Chronicler himself, Chad Ocero. I'm still here, California. It's still great. And uh, uh, Raider Fred and I miss you, Jared. So you have to come back soon. And as a reminder, if you're watching this on YouTube, don't forget that you can take us on the road via Spotify, iTunes, and other podcast services. Make sure you subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, click the bell, turn on notifications, yada, yada, yada. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at DestinyCCPod and join our Discord server. The clan page and the friends list is looking a little light right now. Uh, we are going to get into the twid, who was, which was brought to us by Sam this week. But before we get into that, let's listen to the intro music from everybody's favorite link, who you can find on Twitter at Link of Time G. Conquer's Corner, a Destiny podcast. Wow. Thank you, Link. Awesome job. Jared, you want to get into the twin with us this week? Yeah, let's get into it. Um, Bungie Day Giving Festival is uh, kicking off here. So every day, if you donate at least a dollar, you'll be entered into a raffle to win some stuff. So uh, today, if you get it, you assigned Lightfall Collector's Edition. Uh, there's stuff in there like Destiny, Destiny Plush Bundle, Drifter, Lord Shacks, Barracks, Witch Queen, Statues, uh, and then also a Sony PlayStation Game Code Bundle, which I think that bundle includes like last of us god of war and stuff like that Um, bring it out on steam sony bring it out on steam we don't want to play your playstation yeah so um if i get in there at all uh my guess if i had to choose one to win which i've been playing the lottery this week haven't won anything with that um maybe tomorrow night to foul ball is in my favor but, um, man, that Witch Queen statue is pretty sweet. In my opinion. There, there's there's only one right answer to this. It's definitely the Drifter collectible bundle. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, distant second, but second, in my opinion, would be Chad's homie, Lord Shax. The helmet stayed on. Yeah. Right. All right, so uh, let's get into uh, mid-season Crucible update. So it's not quite out yet. It's coming out on the 7.18. But there is two patch notes that they missed and they wanted to sneak in, so we uh, didn't forget about it. They fixed a few out-of-bound spots on various maps. No details. They just So they fixed that. And then Whisper of Chains reduced damage reduction in PvP from 15% 
to 5%. Um, there's also a little dialogue here from the uh, the dev team, from the for, for Crucible dev team. Um, there was some respawn, respawning changes going on this season. So the people that was tweeting out that uh, Bungie changed up this season, spawns are different. Um, they are, and they're still adjusting moving forward. But for like objective-based games, it spawns based on enemy sight lines and how close you are to your objective and not really how close you are to teammates. And then games like Clash moving forward, they'll try to spawn you in safe zones, uh, which is out of enemy sight lines along with your teammates. So try to keep those numbers up because uh, you know you got team shooting this game. Um, there were some adjustments to competitive division matchmaking. Basically, there's, there's, there's farther ends of the spectrum. They're trying to make it better for them. And also, um, in competitive, they make you play more to the people that's in your rank and close to your skill instead of just close to your skill. So that way, it's more of like a ladder system, which a straight ladder system would be better, in my opinion. Connection-based ladder system, but... I don't know why they're so afraid to do that. Do you know? Do you all know why? Because I think it's a population, a population issue, especially uh, since PC people can only match with PC people or fire teams on consoles yeah. that have PC players in. <laughs> That's the only thing I can figure. Um, I did hop in and try to play a little Master Chief Collection uh, over the over the weekend and. I was just trying to play like Halo 3 Team Slayer, which was one of like the eight playlists on there. Yeah. And I sat for like two and a half minutes and couldn't get a game. So oh, I just wow. went into like, I just went into Social Slayer and played there. Does that tell you how many people is in these playlists? I'm not sure. Honestly, I hopped on and uh, played like two games with my uncle and then he mm-hmm. had to leave and that was kind of that. So I had a great time. Uh, yeah. But about the time I got used to their controls and uh, you're definitely playing at a handicap. If you play mouse and keyboard, I promise oh, you that. Absolutely. It was so, it was, it was so obvious that I was just like, like there was no like sticky, like that stickiness, that you're friction. Actually, what is it? They call it reticle friction. I think is like mm, the term yep. they use for it. That does not exist on mouse and keyboard. How close were you to uh, plug into the controller? Um, so I have, I have a, I had a controller literally within arm's reach of me, the elite controller, but I just, I knew that it was only going to be like two or three games. Like okay. if I would have been like playing for like a three or four hour session, probably somewhere around 45 minutes in, if it wouldn't have got better, I would have switched over. Um, all right. Up next, the winner of Wither Horde, and that is. Basically, the Wither Horde that looks like this season, like mermaid stuff. I, I forget what y'all called it last week. Yeah, it's it's got the uh, uh, the the flora. That's plants. It's got like all the yeah. the deep season of the deep plants aesthetics. It looks really good. Not the one I voted for, but it's the one that Mister Not Ryan Fox himself yeah. did. All I do is pick winners, baby. That's mm-hmm. it. <laughs> 
All right, well, a bunch of thanks to you for voting, and a special shout out to Nine Ribbons for doing such an incredible job on those concepts. Um, what was the name of the person that did it? Nine Ribbons. Do you think they've ever killed Riven legit? Um, no. I'm gonna tweet him. I'm gonna tweet him. Okay. Now I don't know what their at some what their at is. Uh, there is a link on their, there's a link for their Twitter in the, in the twid. So you can go find that. Um, Hatoplagic tribute. Is that what this, is this what the title (laughs) of that is? What did you just say to me? Hato? Hato? Hold on. Hatoplagic? Probably Hatoplagic. I I need to make sure you spell it right. Hatoplagic would be my guess. (laughs) <laughs> that, that's mean <laughs> but yeah had a pelagic yeah had a pelagic okay um pretty close there it is so if uh you did the new exotic quest you get a, a new um scout rifle a stasis scout rifle to go into and budgie here talks about how they developed the um the catalyst to where it uh, enhances the gun, but it doesn't feel like you absolutely need it. And um, I think that's a stretch. I think anytime an exotic has a catalyst, you always feel like you need it because you feel like the gun's incomplete. But um, they wanted it to be strong in PvE, but not instantly slow people with a primary weapon in PvP. So they timed it out to whenever you applying slow in PvP that you're basically killing them in PvP with time to kill, so that's how they balance that. All right, so should I tweet them or do a DM? Tweet, tweet it. All right, I'll do. Okay. Just say first of all, you gotta be nice to say like nice work, dude. Listen, let's. I you can ask Chad. I mm-hmm. already I went at Cacus earlier yep. this week, yep. and it was very. Polite. It was. I did not say what I wanted to say. I said it very <laughs> politely. Yeah. Yep. I feel like that's the reason you got a response. That you said it politely yeah, first. But sometimes <laughs> but sometimes you get better responses if you just really, really put it out there. But yes, I agree. But I still think he was being a triple B about that but i mean he clearly went to yoga class and is really taking a stretch out there you know <laughs> um all right so next week kind of just surprised on me i didn't even know this was coming up solstice starts next week and i was just like wow i just can't believe we're there you know um i wouldn't say this season flew by but i just can't believe it's, it's hard for me to just comprehend that we're at that point so so a solstice means getting armor, grinding the armor up, getting those special glows. If you've been around, there's some, uh, there's a, a special European aerial zone that um, you can run around and kill some ads. Uh, this season, it is going to be a little bit more tougher than the previous seasons to get stuff done. Um, so last year they streamlined the upgrade progress for all classes. And this year they worked on enemy density and overall difficulty 
of the bonfire bash. That's the part of the selectable uh, playlist that you can select. Usually right beside Eva, you can select that in the tower. And they're implementing two new buffs to go with this. First one is Firebound, and this buff that it's uh, when you're close to a fire team member, you gain increased recovery and super regen. And then Flare, rapidly defeating combatants to unleash waves of paracausal fire around you, dealing damage to nearby combatants. So that Firebound where you got to be like close to your teammates, it's kind of like contra- contradicts the whole point of the EAZ. You to like spread out to each zone and kill as many ways of ads as fast as possible so i guess when it comes time to that boss phase or like there's usually sometimes a phase with like multiple bosses yeah i guess that could come into play yeah there so you good. you flare when you split up and you're getting a bunch of multi-kills um so that lets you just essentially you're just blowing up you flip uh, like a, a solar wave is just exploding out of you so while you're split up you're getting rapid defeats you're just you're sending out pulses of, of fire out um, and then once you all get together for that final, for the boss, that's when Firebound uh, comes into play. So I, I thought the same thing too. I'm like, I, I read Firebound. I'm like, well, that's the opposite of what you want to do. And then I read Flare. I'm like, oh, okay. They should have said Flare first. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, no. Yeah. So uh, in Solstice, you're, you're able to customize your armor and kind of, you know, steer your armor stat wall into certain columns of what you're looking for. So it's very easy to get um, 100 discipline or 100 recovery, 100 100 resilience um, with focusing that. And there's also some little tricks in there. Uh, Maybe depending how far we get with it next week, we might be able to give you some some tips of how to build towards double 100s and triple 100s with, uh, with these stat walls. Usually these stat walls end up being pretty good. Armor between 64, 65, 66 stat walls, if you're lucky. Um, to do this, you're going to have to collect silver leaves. and You're going to get those by completing activities throughout the game. And then you need to turn those leaves into silver ash by uh, completing bonfire bass activity. And then you can spend the silver ash to re-roll armor stats from the armor uh, mod screen and then kindling you earn kindling by completing solstice event challenges spend kindling to upgrade your armor stat wall potential and each piece of armor can be upgraded three times uh, so there's three tiers so get that last year that's how you get that big stat bump so um, looking at the armor here it looks pretty great. So you're going to be able to earn a free set, and there's going to be ones to purchase in the Eververse store. Um, now, I think Conspiracy Fox, what are you thinking? Do you think originally all armor was going to be purchasable only for this event, and they recently changed it with the outcry of the silver This going, that silver stuff is going on this season? Uh, part of me wonders if they initially had it as part of like the season, the the pass, the ten dollar pass that you had to buy, mm, yeah, for like the card, the event pass or whatever they call it, I believe. So that's yep. kind of what I was thinking. It was probably initially in, and they've they're not 
they're kind of not in the best place uh, community wise. So that was kind of maybe they backed off of it, but <clears throat> we'll see. I'm sure that in the past it's always been you can get you can earn the white glow, but you have to buy the other glows, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Is that yeah. how it was? Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I, I'm going to be tempted to buy the collar glows for this one because I think they look pretty sweet. And normally the collars like overtake the entire armor. And now this is more of a, a trimming in certain spots of the armor, which I like more when stuff getting, gets highlighted in edges or kind of in the background, not just forefront um, on it. So uh, along with that, we're going to be able to grind for a strand rocket launcher. So um, I haven't played too much with St- Strand recently, but I feel like if you're able to get unraveling rounds onto your rocket launcher somehow, that that could be really good in in-game PVE. And there is a uh, seasonal um, armor mod that if you're unraveling a target, Void and Arc does additional damage to that target. So it might help get off some uh, one phases on that uh, Ghost of the Deep boss. That would be nice. That boss is not... That that dungeon is not real fun, I don't think. Yeah. Uh, I, we really need to get back in there and grind for that grenade launcher because it's a, a stasis waveframe grenade launcher. I feel like we... You know, for, the, for that stasis warlock build, I think like that would is perfect pair so well with it and then you could do divinity in your energy slot so you got the ag clears grenades and then switch over to div so um yeah with the new helmet too yeah oof spicy Mm. yeah 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 i don't think jared and i have even seen that grenade launcher yet so (laughs) but we need to at least get a drop man not even sure it exists at the moment so yep i I, I think i I have two thumbs up ones from div in my vault did you you were missing like an armor piece or two, weren't you? Or did you have that too? Yeah, I mean, I have. I don't have any rocket launchers. There it is. So, okay, I mean, so I definitely yeah. have a reason to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have like a perpetual motion kill clip yeah. and uh, wed from gold adrenaline junkie. Mm-hmm. Like I wouldn't yeah. call them god rolls, but they got they're not terrible. Yeah, rolls. Jared and I got that boss yeah, lip, to a down to science nice. now, so you won't have much of an issue. Yeah. Yeah, should be a simple two phase mm-hmm. for us. Very easy. All right. Um, the fishing tournament went on last week. I was on vacation. Did you all try to participate in the fishing tournament? No. Oh, I'm, I'm like, shaking my head. That look like <laughs> that look like Bill Dance. You know, I wear a Kentucky hat, not a Tennessee I, hat. So. I tried reading about it. That's a that's that's a Southern reference. I tried reading about it in the two twabs that talked about it, and I'm like, I I. I can't. I I'm so fished out. I'm good. <laughs> I don't. Chad Chad saw Derby and he was immediately out. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I don't like. I don't like Derby with that word. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, it's you ever been to a demolition? Yeah, that that one's that one sounds like fun. Okay. <laughs> it sounds like fun. So you've never well, been. Well, no. Why would we have that out here? All our cars are expensive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We all we all have expensive cars. We don't have those poor cars. 
Thank you, people in Appalachia. <laughs> no, all the... No, that's the, true. That's, we just drive it around, but like, you don't see any clunkers because they have the admission check. So like, very rarely you'd ever see a car that's over 15 years old. Do they all have their catalytic converters still? Or? Yeah. For the most part, Is that a thing out there. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? It's there's a higher population here. Of course, that's a problem. Like just in my dealership. Yeah. But back in the height of it, we were dealing with maybe twenty stolen cats in a week in the height of it. So, and we're okay. a smaller dealer, so it's <laughs> yeah. We still like will go through at least one or two a week right now, even. Do they still put platinum in the catalytic converters or do they phase that out and put something else um, in? I mean, the older ones are made how they're made, so yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. As far as the newer ones, I'm not yeah. sure. I know that there's there's got to be okay. some precious metals that help with the, uh, the, the whole process that mm-hmm. does the whole conversion or whatever's, but yeah. All right, so the TWID ends with reminding us that hung jury is dropping this week in Night Falls. And the watch out for that Destiny 2 showcase that's going to be going on August 22nd, dropping at 9 a.m. PST, noon EST. Um, and on that day, you know that all these people that's saying Destiny's dead, taking a break, they're all coming back. They're all going to be back on that day. Oh, they're coming. Don't you worry. They're coming everywhere. So, uh, stay crafty. And that's from Sam. So, uh, a lot of information in this twit, even though, even if you take out the, what they talked about last week, I mean, that's, that's a decent twit. That's a, that's a B, B minus twit that, uh, you're like, okay, something to be happy about. Looking forward to solstice. Oh yeah, definitely. That armor, that armor looks dope. I'm excited. How much solstice do you think you'll play? One week. Uh, how many how many depends. EAZ things are you gonna run? Depends on the role available for the rocket launcher. I haven't looked into the roles. I think there's an API, but I haven't looked at it yet. Yeah. So it depends on the enough to launcher. enough to get my Titan done. And that's it. That's what I got. Oh, and and the gilding, obviously, of, of Solstice. Oh, that's going to be a three-week adventure, probably. Yeah, maybe. We'll find out. Yeah. All right. So that takes us to three likes and three dislikes for the week. Uh, I'll go ahead and get us started here. Um, my like was just like meeting Chad and Fred. So I wasn't here last week whenever Chad got to give his update. Um, man, what a, what a what an experience! Like Chad and Fred are the first people I've ever met that were like people that I just met purely through gaming or like through the internet, and actually ended up uh, meeting in person that like I initiated or like it was like through me. So that was a really cool experience, and um, I think our our like friend group of people who played Destiny like pretty hardcore for the last um three or four years or somehow everyone's connected now through meeting in person in some way or a good portion of us we have to go back through and and do the do the tracing Uh, i think that's pretty cool i think so yeah 
Because yeah. I've met, I've met Moon, who's met Zen. Yeah. Moon's met Shifty. Jared and I obviously know each other, and then that gets you and Chad. We just got to get, we got to get Sweeper involved somewhere mm. along here. He's not too far away. He's just down in Georgia. Yeah. Oh yeah. Huh? And they're with yeah. the devil. <laughs> Uh, my like was, uh, we got to do some fun stuff this week. All the, the reason why I grind all this goofy stuff I hate, uh, we got to run some grandmasters and some stuff that was difficult and we got a little bit of revenge first try, uh, I like to add. So, but we'll discuss that here shortly. Uh, but it was a fun destiny week I, and I'm looking forward to, uh, probably one more week and then, then we'll see where it goes from there. <laughs> and uh, my like is running, returning players through content. Uh, I know Jared's talked about it a little bit, but uh, we've been running his, his wife through stuff and uh, Ryan, I, funnily enough, Ryan's been busy ish. So I get on and there's like a solid 30, 45 minutes where it's, it's, it's me, Jared and his wife. And we're like, Hey, let's go do this, this, this thing let's do this thing and and, you know fishing and just stuff but uh you know we already we got on the books to get her through a tier seven deep dive if we get the chance get her through um through the the exotic mission um and and even though she isn't feeling great right now she wants to do it and that's like oh yeah hell yeah, yeah let's let's do this um and like i'll join them on comms and they'll be going through the story missions and stuff or doing whatever and just hearing her be excited to play or trying to find something to do is is cool. And it, it helps me feel like, oh, yeah, you yeah. know, I do want to play. Because <laughs> I'll get on and be like, I'll, I'll, I'll load high. up some Zelda right now and, and start. But they'll, they'll start talking about Destiny, what they're doing. I'm like, you know what? Yeah, let's 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 play some with them. So uh, that's that's been nice. Um, and then uh, my dislike is that uh, for me, apparently. Uh, tier seven deep dives are impossible. Um, it might've just been a last week thing. We haven't tried this week without, uh, with cold touch, not being a thing. I think it rotates out. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We last week, Ryan and I tried twice, uh, three times and the closest we got was within like, if we were five seconds faster, we would have had it. And, it's so sad to see like the guy running, running at the run at the goalpost and just game cuts out. And you're like, you son of a gun. We would have had that, but nope. Nope. Yeah, we were, uh, we were close. And the, the crazy part is the first time I did that, I did it with completely with complete randoms. And then we invite Jared in. And it was the same, like, got close. We were probably 10 or 15 seconds away again. So, I don't know. It's uh, kind of kind of tough to swallow. So, uh, I dislike, this is going to be controversial. I did not really care for the exotic mission all that much. Uh, I didn't care for the lead up to the exotic mission, like what you had to do to trigger it. Uh, the only thing that I liked about it was that technically you didn't really have to do it. 
Like if you got lucky and one of your buddies did all the fishing for three hours, you could get bailed out of it and not have to do it. So that was it. But the mission was like, I had never even seen it. Like Jared, Chad and Jared had seen it. I believe at least, at least Chad had, and was kind of like, Hey, be ready for this, be ready for this. But yeah, it was, uh, wasn't real difficult. I, I was hoping it would be more akin to like whisper, the whisper mission. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's kind of like <clears throat> you have to platform well in order to give yourself time to complete the fight portion. Uh, but you know, I was hoping it would be more like that, but it wasn't. And that, that destiny is gone. So the faster I realize that the less disappointed I'll be. But, uh, but yeah, that was, that was my dislike. All right. My dislike is that fishing is over. So like the mystery behind it, when do you get exotic fish to drop all getting excited that exotic fish finally dropped? It's, it's done now. It's, um, like I'll still fish some here or there, especially throwing on like a YouTube video or something, but, um, the, any kind of like surprise surprising it like there's no nothing else is going to be happening with fishing so that's my dislike all right um next up we got gm notes so uh when i got back we was able to uh do a couple more gms and the first one we did complete the psyops uh battleground for the moon on the first try coming back. So uh pretty typical for us to struggle for one night or two and be like, all right, take a, like five, six, seven days off. And all of a sudden we come back and just do it first try. So, um, yeah, we, uh, we talked strategy. I think a couple of times for that, but, uh, two bitter shield Titans and a well lock, it can go a long way to really help me out. Yeah, so there's there's basically like three three parts to that strike. You have like the first the first area where you spawn in, the middle room where you have to dunk the twelve tributes, and then the boss room. So that's really kind of all that you really need to if you get a plan for each room, and you're good to go. It's not like you're going to die running in between the the encounters. Uh, Best thing you can do. We did pretty well with the with the divinity. It was kind of nice because we could take the champions out pretty quick. Um, the only change I made, I went from auto rifle to hand cannon in order to be able to handle the unstops as opposed to the anti barriers, which made a big help for me. I ran the Phoenix protocol because you could get you could get your super back real quick with it, and it was uh, a pretty fun time. The boss room. The first two phases, we hugged the left side. The final phase, we went to the right side. I had to do it over. I would say hug the left side for the first encounter and then hug the right side for the second and or the, the first phase and then the right side for the second and third phase uh, up high. Uh, if you're the, from where you enter the room in that this, the phase where there's two of the, of the wizards, I'm going to have one like... Uh, like closer to the flag on the left and then furthest from the flag on the right. So if you are able to kind of get here, you can cover yourself from both. And I think that's the play. 
I think that the next time we do it, if we do that, I think we'll beat it pretty quick. Uh, tribute room, stick to try to have like just try to stick together and just rotate through the room as a group, but stay towards the back part of the room. Uh, that way, you kind of have cover. If you're not worried about getting flanked too much. That would be my main advice. What about you guys? Yeah, after you get that first dunk off in that in the tribute room, the first four of them. You can go as in like you're leaving that room and give yourself a lot of space to where you can sit back there and plank off some acolytes and get some tributes to fall. Um, doing that, I think you can definitely do a lot more with uh, Invisible Hunter than just go through and collect the, collect the tributes, go dunk them, stay invis, and get and get back. So, um, I the the Wishender. As a as a primary exotic weapon with anti barrier, it's very good. And I put on the the heavy scout to where if I got a founder brick, my teammates also got a heavy founder brick, and exotics help you make more of those. So I think a primary exotic is a good call. Yeah, I definitely would try that same loadout myself next time on that one. Um, if I run other people through, probably try that one out. Uh, Definitely the, the, you got to be very liberal with your usage of, of the banner shield if you're running Ursa's and it's something I have to get back into the mode in when you're, we're doing GMs with, with Ursa is that if I have a super, I can use it. Um, if anybody's taken down, just use it. As long as you plant yourself in the right space, you're going to get 50% of it back. Uh, if your homies are using their wells in the right time or your other guy is using another banner, you're good. They're going to be dropping orbs and you're going to get it very quickly. Um, so just making sure you're using it as much as needed, uh, to cover, to give extra DPS if needed. Uh, just don't be scared to use it. Uh, that's, I mean, that's just a general, general note because you always, well, maybe I'll need it later. It's like, well, if y'all die, it's, there's no later anymore. So just use it if you need to. Um, and, and keep it rolling. All right. We also completed, was it fallen saber again? No, no, no. It was devil's oh. lair. Yeah. Oh, devil's lair. Oh. You know, that is the perfect beginner GM. You think you're Agreed. ready for GMs. Fall. Uh, devil's lair is the, is, you know, it's been around since D1 Alpha, right? Wasn't that? Yep. Strike that was in- that was the. Uh, it was definitely the beta strike. Yep. The alpha was a PlayStation mm. only thing, so I wasn't oh, okay. able to play the alpha. But I did play the beta on Xbox One, and that was definitely the strike that was in the in the beta, one hundred percent. So it just it just feels like Destiny. If you have music on in your game, it it, it sounds great. Uh, I just now subscribe to music completely off in the game. And um, man, it's just it's the right mix of anti barrier and overload, and then some ads. It's not all the same. It's a mixture of fallen and hive. Just a good quality strike. It's it's, yep. it's really nice that it's lived up for this long, being a being a being a good strike like that. I think that the best part of that strike, in my opinion, is you have the small room encounter like the first one where you're like holding for three waves mm-hmm. you have the large room encounter with the 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 scorp not the scorpion tank the big walker the spider walker mm-hmm. thing 
and then the final boss room is kind of a medium, kind of like a medium room. Uh, and it just really, really tests your ability to handle getting rushed, handle killing enemies from distance, handling champions, and dealing boss damage. So great beginner. Absolute, probably the number one beginner uh, Nightfall, in my opinion. All right, so that's it for GM Notes for the week. And now it's time for Gambling Corner. Uh, Fox, what's going on? All right, so uh, Gambling Corner, we've had a little bit that's kind of rolled over uh, from vacations and uh, just life in general, that type of stuff. Uh, But we did have, uh, Jared, I hope that you have this uh, written down on your little notepad. We guessed the total amount of deaths, and we were doing the two GMs. Mm-hmm. The two GMs that we had chosen were the the Fallen Saber as well as the Psyops Battleground Moon. And uh, we got both of those completed. <clears throat> Psyops Battleground Moon. Uh, I had eight deaths. Jared had seven deaths. Chad had six deaths. So that is a total of 21. And then for the... Fallen Saber, uh, Jared had two deaths, I had five deaths, Chad had two deaths for a total of nine, so that was a total of 30 deaths. Our gambles were, I think I said 24, Yeah. Chad said 25, said 25, and Jared said 17 or something like 19. that. 19, yeah. 19. Either way, yep. Chad, Chad's the winner. He finally won. Won, so... We're going to bump that Glimmer count up. Uh, so the current Glimmer standings, we have Chad at 9,000 Glimmer. I am at 8,000 Glimmer. And Jared is at 21,000 Glimmer. So I'm in last place right now. Keep in mind that we start the season off with 10,000 Glimmer. Uh, we have a little bet that we do every week. Uh, 95% of the time we complete it in that week. Sometimes it rolls over just depending upon if life or those kind of things happen. And uh, if we ever go bankrupt, then we have to delete a weapon out of our vault. The other two members of the podcast get to choose how much that weapon is worth. And Glimmer from zero or from like 1,000 to 10,000, I guess, was how it would be. And, uh, yeah, so nobody's in grave danger right now of having to delete anything, but Jared has a very comfortable lead on there. I believe Jared has it in the, uh, I think you can see it on the stream, right, Jared? Or you did at one point had it yeah, there. Yeah. So there. keep up with that. And, uh, we always do live stream whenever we all get together to play, uh, here on the YouTube channel, you can go back and watch those, uh, a little less. Uh, it's a little more NSFW than the podcast. Those are kind of whatever comes out, comes out. But we try our best to keep it PG-13 anyways. Um, so we needed a... So we have two GMs left. And I was going to ask you guys, how do we want to... Do we want to do them separate but equal? Or do them together and determine... We can do one where we determine where we try to determine uh, who will have the most kills 
or actually, what if we do this? Let's choose one that we'll see who gets closest to the amount of deaths. We'll say that we'll do the corrupted for deaths. And on the disgrace, whoever gets the closest without anybody looking, I haven't looked. I swear to you, I haven't looked. Let's do kills, total kills between the fire team. The only information I have in front of me is what is in our, uh, the pictures that I sent you guys in like our uh, concurrers uh, chat here. Yeah. I don't have anything other than that pulled up. So let's start with the corrupted. Uh, this is going to be total deaths in the corrupted. Since I'm in last, total I feel kills. like I should get to choose. No, no, no. This is total deaths. Okay, in the corrupted, corrupted is deaths. Yeah. So uh, we'll let Jared choose first, Chad choose second, and I'll choose third here. Deaths and corrupted. I'm going to go with. Um, let's go with. Let's go with 13. Okay. Um, All right. These are each 2,000 antis, by the yeah, way. Yeah. Total deaths. 13 isn't a bad guess because I think it only... I know it's, it's real a good, close. It's the a number I had guess. in my head was real close yeah. to that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm I'm just gonna throw a fifteen out there. Uh, the number I initially had in my head was eleven. Um, so I'm gonna say twelve, just to freeze out Jared. Okay. <laughs> and uh, this is gonna be uh, total kills, and this is the disgraced. Now. To make it interesting, if we do not complete it our first time, the kills carry. Oh, okay. Cumulative. Gotcha. So I'm going to go last on this one. So I went yeah. First. I think, that, I think that's then? fair. I don't even know. I don't even, I don't even know. We'll just do, we'll snake draft it around here. Um, so I'll go first just since I went last last time. I don't even what I want to ask a real dumb question which one is the disgraced uh, Omnigal which, right? which strike is it yeah Omnigal okay Omnigal I feel like there are a lot of enemies in that strike Um, I feel like there's definitely more in that strike than in Fallen Saber, and we all have the Fallen Saber kill counts in front of us, so I'm not saying anything that the rest of us don't have. So I'm going to say Oh, man. There's Hive. I'm going to say 284. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with the old 420. Wow. Nice. So we'll just around <laughs> two ends of the spectrum there. Um, this is Guardian's Honor that nobody mm, looked anything up. 
I didn't. I didn't. No. Okay. Um, I mean, my does my number sound like I looked anything up? <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with three hundred and thirty-three. All right. Okay. There it is. All right. Since we all have our things in, can I look up our last disgraced and see? Yeah. See what it was. Do we want to know? Yeah, might as well. Might as well see. (laughs) Okay. I have a flawless grandmaster on this one. So. All right. Middle math. You know, it takes takes a minute. No, 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 no. It's not even that. It's. Kinda. Here we go. Few details. Oh Lord! All right. So we got basically two two. <laughs> we're pretty close to two eighty. We got one fifty four, oh. forty five, and seventy nine. So mm. one might as well say one fifty, fifty, and seventy. So to like two seventy nine, two seventy eight. I think was our. Our last one. Okay. So the thing about the boss room. Is I know. Yeah. You can, you, you can, can drag it go, out a little. Drag it out. <laughs> um, and there's a, there's a couple of times when like you kill the last champion and everything else will to spawn and stuff like that. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. All right. Um, looks like Chad's going back to back though, for that for that one. Oh boy! All right. Uh, any half baked takes right now, or are we we we're about to get into the half baked take zone we're of the season. There. So uh, yeah, we're not quite there yet. All right. So that takes us to lore. What's going on, Chad? All right. So uh, this week we're going to be talking about the seasonal. Exotic season of the deep exotic. So the auto rifle, the armor that came out and the, the ghost and, and uh, ghost sparrow ship. Uh, we'll start off with the auto rifle since it's the first thing you get. Excerpts from a pre-collapse report logged by Dr. Katoon Rowe, a research and engineering division of the new Pacific Arcology Titan. Since Dr. Pell's breakthrough on methods of magnetic containment last year, we've successfully stabilized multiple ionic reactors. They have allowed us to expand our division's plasma technology work beyond research into development. Because the Arcology's turbines have been generating more energy than the facility consumes, leadership has decided over the objections of DM Korosek to focus initial trials on force-multiplying technology. Ostensibly, leadership hope is supplement invasive and costly gene splicing technology with power suits that could greatly extend our divers uptime while the power suit initiative seems benign our college's leadership's insistence on controlled ionic emissions research is clearly geared towards weapon development though i will of course give my full focus to our directive i pray these weapons remain prototypes discarded and forgotten in the back room of history the exotic titan chest piece arbor warden Emrith is tangling with the last hive acolyte when he sees a canister wedged between two unidentifiable heaps of machinery. He can only read some of the letters stamped into its surface. H-Y-D-R-O-P. And there it is, barely visible under the glass, a small leafy plant, preserved somehow and perfectly out of place with the fl- 
in the flooded wreckage of the arcology. Emrith has a clean shot if he pushes forward when the acolyte lumbers unwittingly to the plant's direction. It makes the decision for him. He feels a shot impact against his pauldron as he runs, hears hissing as the slug starts eating into the relic iron. He gets to the canister first. Emrith summons his light in the form of a shimmering barrier. The acolyte reels back, firing blindly. Emrith puts his back to the barrier and brings up his sword. It's messy fighting. If he takes a little satisfaction in cleaving the acolyte's head from his shoulders, he hopes it's beneath the war god's notice. Emrith surveys the room, quiet now, save for his breathing. Killswitch patches him through the commander. Transmat side is secure, Emrith says, acknowledged. He bends down to retrieve the canister, heavy but fragile in his gauntleted hands. Emrith holds the tinted glass to the sunlight. I bet you're good luck. The exotic tight, the exotic hunter arms, Triton Vice. What are you wearing? These are the grasping pincers of Titan's apex predator. Replicated in miniature, of course. I'm sure the real thing would tower over us. I've read Pahanin's treatise on cephalopods. No, not squids. Crabs, obviously. The perfect organism. The form toward which all life inevitably converges, even on Nessus. They're, those are not crabs. Where are you getting all this? The van net. Look, the farther out from Earth we get, the more we'll see these crabs are everywhere. Look at the elixni. The elixni don't have a common ancestor with anything on Earth, so I don't think our taxonomy really applies to the how big do you think an elixni can get? Do you think there's a giant one out there somewhere? I'm asking Varix. Do not ask, hey, come back. Cenotaph Mask, the exotic uh, warlock helmet. Access restricted. Hidden agent redacted. Pyramid exhibits. Signals still coming through strong, initiating log. The rest of the team is continuing to formulate a means of uh, analyzing the pyramid's composition. Chert and I have set up shop near our point of entry in the first gallery. Thus far, we haven't been able to establish any common element between the specimens in this chambers. That is, beyond the fact that someone, something, decided they were worth putting under glass. It is impressively broad collection, as morbid trophies go. Looking at a horizontal cross-section about 15 meters long of a, let's call it pseudo-mammal. Fiber strands on the exterior could be hair, some prime masticatory muscles. This thing had a mean bite. Data lost. Data lost. Error. Anyway, the interesting material is in the scans we're sending along. Chert is getting an energy signature off these remains. Bioscience, she says. Could be a ghost. Miscalculation, of course. That or the observer effect is taking a break. I'm looking right at this thing and there's no way any part of it's still alive. Error. It's been preserved for error. Hey, Chert, was that wall always there? Chert? Exotic ghost shell. It seems intact a voice chirps in the back a ghost from their guardian sits in an idle jump ship orbiting neptune the swirling cerulean hemisphere dominates the cockpit's right field of view the rest blanketed by the gulf of space speckled with the remains of another jump ship should should we boot it up the guardian holds a data pad the battered case adorned with vanguard designs their ghost peers over the shoulder as the only surviving piece of hardware that could salvage from the wreckage that and the shards of another guardian's ghost, respectfully arranged on the console. Whatever is in that device might be important, the ghost urges in curiosity more than anything else. The guardian gives in and turns on the data pad. After a cursory review, they find no field reports, no mission briefings, nothing but page after page of writing fiction, essays, 
poems, a huge collection of works, decades of material, all penned by the Lost Guardian. This Guardian, she'd invented her own fictional universe. It must have meant so much to her to keep as closely as she did, a personal space to share thoughts without fear of judgment. The ghost assessment is analytical, but bordering on the emotional core of the discovery. With a soft, sad beep, the ghost looks at the Guardian and sinks down to the data pad. This is a piece of who she was. Personal truths, the ghost muses, as if on the verge of greater understanding. Maybe, maybe through her stories she lives on. Maybe that's the same for all of us. The Guardian says nothing and begins to read. Pale Reflection, Exotic Sparrow. Eris Morn knows what she looks like. Her mirror holds nothing her memory cannot furnish for her. All that lives beneath the silvered surface of the glass is uncanny. Still, she pulls away the cloth covering it and removes her bandage. Eris looks into her eyes and sees all the ghostly occupants of a haunted house. Her nightmares peer out through the green gleam into a world that will not meet her gaze. She reaches up and touches her face. Darkness coils around her fingertips and seeps back into her bare skin, her hairline, her brow, the scars, the unctuous tears that slide eternally down her cheeks. But these are not tears. She does not weep for her condition. The condition had saved her life. It grant had granted her strength, access, and time. She torn it from the hive and turned it against them. Eris does not see pain. She sees triumph and survival. She sees a future. She sees power. Eris retreats from the mirror and covers it again. Akashic Revelation Exotic Ship Rosy light bathes the cockpit of, cockpit of a hawk, moving at cruising speed above the earth. Up ahead, the traveler hangs motionless against the blackness of space, a triangular gateway, iridescent light bleeding from its shell. It was one thing volunteering for this mission, but sitting now on the precipice of the unknown, the Titan Joxer, holds doubt close to his chest. This isn't any different from the Ahamkara hunts, his ghost reassures. Reckless, hasty, and dangerous. Joxer glances over at his ghost and smiles, already feeling better. Two Cabal escorts on either side of Joxer's hawk stall their engines, letting the hawk proceed forward toward the traveler. They say something over the comms in Uluranth. The translation roughly means, beyond the known is the terror of the universe. His ghost offers... Joxer's not sure if it's a warning, a curse, or a pep talk. Knowing the Cabal, it's all three. Easing the flight stick forward, Joxer moves the hawk ahead at a steady pace. His ghost's eye widens as the rosy light from the portal brightens, and the kaleidoscopic surface is all that can be seen in any direction. Joxer's grip on the control tightens as he feels a bone-deep sense of vertigo, echoes of piano notes tinkling in his periphery. He can feel hands on his chest beneath his armor, breath against his cheek inside his helmet. Eric, come back to bed. A voice whispers inside his mind. He sees a city, a home, family, and children. He can't sleep. They aren't alone in the universe. The Ares Project is going to... His ghost is screaming, shell coming apart at the seams. Joxer pulls himself back to reality and jerks the controls as the noise of the hawk touches the portal. He hears laughter. Screams feel his lips upon his cheeks, hands on his shoulders as the ship begins to pass through. His ghost scream stretches from the moment of the Big Bang to the heat death of the universe. Joxer hears a scream he will make as his ship begins and ends. Come back to bed, 
he catches up to the screen. So it looks like we have a Titan that is uh, testing the portal, obviously on Vanguard, uh, Vanguard orders, but it's making him see his body's past life events. They were talking about um, what happened before the collapse. So what happened to his body before it got picked up as a guardian, before it died? Um, and obviously the ghost has existed within the Traveler, I guess. So it is seeing the beginning all the way to the end of the universe all at once. And all it can do is scream. And time is unraveling for, for the Titan in a way that he hears himself screaming but he's going through the memories and then he finally catches up to himself screaming. So he can see the future of himself doing it. And then while he's going through it, he finally snaps back to the place where he is also screaming with the ghost on their way through the portal. So um, being able to see a past life, that's a good hint. Whoa. And that's not even like, that's the life of the body that got rezzed. So. Yeah. Is that how they're going to, reintroduce destiny one to pc Ooh, maybe it's going to be just through the portal is going to be just the d1 menu <laughs> oh yeah hopefully with the d2 physics engine hopefully yeah yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it would be hard to go back to straight d1 it'd be trash no mantling. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Can't go back to that. <laughs> All right. I guess we're going to move on to the mailbag. Mailbag. First question here. Any type of armor theme that you would really like that hasn't been released yet? Hmm. It'd have to be one that would be like a crossover, right? <clears throat> So you'd have to think of like your favorite properties. Okay. Um, um, obviously like a Marvel, Marvel theme would be pretty rad. DC mm. theme could be pretty rad. Uh, what about like, what about like a Lego, like a Lego crossover? Okay. With the little cone hands. <laughs> Griffin yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And like, like your helmet has like those blocks, on the top mm -hmm. of it or something that could be yeah. cool um but i was kind of thinking like we have we don't have any like working man class like you could have a carpenter either you could have like oh scientist or you could have like you know, a construction worker you know you, you can do like themes of people like the ymca <laughs> exactly yeah. <laughs> uh, yep. without the That's without the native american obviously um, I think, I think, uh, well, so, I think, so I think you're allowed to say that. Uh, well, that's why I said native American. Um, yeah. I think uh, so I think okay. Titan would be fun with the hard hat and like the, the, the reflective vest and then just has like the tools on the belt cause he has the mark. So it'd yeah. work. The hammer. Yeah. Your flaming hammer changed to change Tape to like, just like a regular hammer. hammer. Oh, that would be hammer. rad. <laughs> that would be rad, dude. Oh man. <laughs> And then what? So what? Uh, what would yeah, the hunter that was be? A good one. Uh, the hunter would probably be like, oh, no, 
because I was thinking like what would be like a lab like you have a lab Hunter, coat, but that's Hunter but that'd be, be a warlock. Mid, yeah, warlock in the Hunter lab would coat. be middle management. Middle management. Middle management. Just a, in a suit. <laughs> yeah. We he already has the khakis yeah. though. Yeah, I mean what Yeah, but I'm talking like a full like a like a full suit, like they're going to a funeral mm. or a wedding, one or the other. Oh, they could like be a, a welder. Uh huh. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're talking blue collar here. Yeah, but it's gotta be okay. different enough from a construction worker. Yeah. They got different PPE. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. ones that know. Yeah, they could be like a like a scaffold builder or something. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we all know warlocks would be the the heavy equipment operators of the bunch. You know. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Uh, but yeah, the the construction thing would be really cool. Like the hammer, I really like that. Like a, they have like a like a nail pouch, you know what yeah. I mean? That has like yeah. a tape measure, like a, a, a finisher with a tape measure where they like pull it out and wrap it around <laughs> and like strangle the guy with it. And then it just zooms back into the, yeah. that could be cool. Um, I don't know. I, I was thinking like what would be cool is if there was a way to like, I, I love sports, but like some sort of sports crossover could be cool. Yeah. Absolutely. I feel like the licensing behind that, they're just never allowed. I don't know. Fortnite does it, yeah. but Fortnite's just yeah. a different a different universe. A different beast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And um the other thing that I thought could be cool and with if they did like a, a Nickelodeon crossover to where they could do like Ren and Stimpy, Hey Arnold, Cat Dog. Like those, cat dog. Like yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. No rocket power, but I, yeah, that that would be cool too. Or like maybe, maybe rocket power would be like your sparrow, like a rocket power mm. theme. Oh, I was hoping to put my my sparrow. titan in a hunt in a Hawaiian shirt and some shorts. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, or even like uh, like what else you could do like uh, like Hey Arnold. Like uh, you know, mm-hmm. could you imagine a SpongeBob and Patrick, yeah, and like Squidward, yeah. like yeah, that would have it. to be, mm-hmm. like that would be way up there. Which I'm, I'm not, I'm I'm more of like a, like a all that, like Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like yeah. I'm not real. Like SpongeBob was a little little after me, but close enough. Rugrats, something like that. That could be cool. Yeah. I think the other one that that's probably like actually doable in game and not and not not crazy out there is Transformers. I think that's yeah. a, a probably an easier one for them to do. What if there was like a like a, a jackass finisher set? <laughs> like uh, <laughs> like that would be cool. Like that would be the stuff that I would be much yeah. more likely to spend money on than a fucking uh, armor set, Bloodborne. <laughs> armor set or something yeah. you know but I, I i think that would be my favorite thing would be a jackass finisher like three finishers mm-hmm. for like 20 or 25 dollars or something because you know mm-hmm. that's what it would be that's you know that's what it would cost but i think yeah. that would be the the coolest but like you just but, get into like but now that spider-man is part of 
now that Bungie is part of Sony, you got access to Spider Man. It's like Spider Man Venom Carnage. Like Yeah. Because Venom's in the new Spider Man game. Mm-hmm. You have like a dual power type thing. Mm-hmm. That could be cool. I was never much of a Venom guy, but Spider Man would be pretty rad. Well, you could do like Mysterio. Or Mysterion. Uh, Doc, like a South Doc Park crossover. Doc Ock. I mean, no, Spider Man's character. Doc, Doc Ock could be cool. Green Goblin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. And if, if they ever did like a DC, you could get like a pretty sweet Batmobile Sparrow. <sighs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. Number two. How do you like the new exotic scout rifle? Haven't fired a bullet through it. Don't really plan on firing it. Well, actually, no, we shot the things. I was going to say, shot the don't things. lie. We shot the yeah. things, and yeah. I haven't fired a bullet yeah. since. we shot the things. Yeah, so what uh, was that? Eight bullets? Seven bullets? Mm-hmm. It's a 180 scout that slows. So uh, whenever it applies. So right now, scout efforts have overload. But in future seasons, whenever scout efforts could have anti-barrier or unstoppable, it will do two champion functions with the slow which is stuns overload and then whatever so i think when those seasons happen that's going to be a very a very good gun to use like a barrier mm-hmm. and or something like that yeah yep because it's not that it has intrinsic overload its function gives it overload so it can take up an actual thing so an anti-barrier like the burby yeah exactly so it's it's neat it's good that it does that too well, plus it would be it exotic do- Mm-hmm. Yeah, it can freeze also when it applies enough slow, yeah. so it does stop unstoppables too. Yeah, I mean I've been using a uh, a hand cannon this season for some stuff because it has volt shot and the jolting s- staggers the overload, and it has unstoppable, so it hits both. So it's been it's been really neat being able to do that. About that. Are you using your Nation of Beasts to do that? Uh, I don't have one. Mm-hmm. Oh, my bad. You have to have one by now. Uh, not not one with volt shot, and not a good okay. one. All right. Okay. I've only gotten one red border of it. Yeah. Plus, where it's where it's an exotic scout, you'd be able to create more heavy and that stuff mm-hmm. too, like on this season. So that's about the only, really, probably the only, unless it's just like I'm just being stupid and PvP with Moon or Zen and just like straight lanings stuff together like that's about the only only way i'm going to be using it i think uh question three we kind of addressed this a little earlier how hype is the community going to be after the august showcase i want to say super hype mad hype hella hype i think it's going to be the most hype it's ever been since like they announced destiny 2 forsaken Ooh. like Okay. So after Forsake, Forsaken, so we had Shadow Keep, yeah, and then uh, Beyond Light, the Stasis expansion, and then Witch Queen, yeah. yeah, Witch Queen, and then Lightfall. Yeah, I'd I'd say I I I agree. I agree with that. It's gonna be wild. I'm excited. We got just over just over a month now. All right. Question All right. four. Uh, go ahead. How will Bungie end updates for Destiny? Is this like 
the original Destiny? This Destiny was- 2, I think. Oh, okay. Because Destiny 1's already, like, they have, that game hasn't been updated in years. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Chad and I were kind of talking about this the other night, I think. Uh, probably, so, like, the, the major expansion releases, maybe, like, four to six months out from that, they do, like, a major drop of, like, the Destiny content vault stuff gets unvaulted. And then that pushes it like another six to 12 months. Uh, probably like, I'm not saying there's going to be more seasons and things after that, but I think that they'll bring that stuff back out, get it in a pretty good forever state. And then sayonara, that would be my guess. And Chad, didn't you mention they would do like a, what was the thing they did at the end of destiny one where they up the light level on the raid? Oh, the, the age of triumph. Not there it is. I kept wanting yeah. to say the solstice of heroes. I knew that wasn't yeah, it, yeah, no. but do like an age of triumphs type thing. Yeah. No, the, a new, a new age of triumph would be cool, but it'd be, it'd be wild. You know how much work that would take? Cause it, it's not four raids that they'd be doing because in age of triumph, assuming that it's, it's the end of destiny two and there's no destiny, anything until three comes out whenever, however many years that is in the future would they add all of the D1 stuff into D2? And if that's the case, that means that they'd add two more raids that we don't currently have, along with the the one more raid that we get this year and the two more raids that we get next year. Assuming that... It would probably depend on what the reprised raid is, Yeah, right? exactly. That's coming so next season. So assuming... I assume that's one of the D1 yeah, raids. Yeah, but then if they re-unvault, like the Leviathan and its two, its two Eater and, and Spire, and then we have... Um, the one on Earth, the Black Armory one, Crana, uh, and then we have Kranosaro, like Scourge of Scourge, the Past. Yeah, yeah, the Scourge of the Past. Um, that's so many raids to make Age of Triumphs armor. That's a ton. I mean, it yeah, would be and they charge twenty five or they make twenty five or thirty dollars. They for could it. easily do that, and it'd be wild. Like there'd be they, so if, much armor. They, <laughs> like to armor There's not going to be, se- be. There's amazing. not going to be seasons, right? No, no, yeah, no. Jared, do you, do you expect there to be seasons? So after after the final after, season of Destiny Two, after final, the final shape, after, after the final shape, okay, are you think there's going to be seasons? <sighs> yeah. Okay, is, so I don't. Yeah. I maybe may, maybe one, maybe two, two would okay. be the most. I think with the. Uh, because we've seen the roadmap, right? There's that giant redacted thing that's like underneath the major expansion. Like, do, I, I, even if they don't bring back like Wrath of the Machine, let's like let's assume that like Crota comes back, right? For the for the reprised raid and Wrath. Say they don't want to redo all the Siva, <clears throat> all the Siva stuff. So that one stays. But say they unvault Scourge, Crown. Leviathan and the two, what they call them, like raid layers or something, I think was the official name for them. They bring those out. They bring back out maybe the Menagerie because it was like a fan favorite and maybe like Reckoning or whatever, the thing with the bridge. Maybe yeah. they bring those back. They they charge you like $25, $30 for that, like ha- six to nine months after maybe in like the the fall 
or the winter or something like that. And then that is what's used. Hell, even if it's a year out, they use that to push it another, like another jump. And then uh, maybe attach another season to it. Maybe not. And then that's kind of where the game ends. That would be kind of what I think. I still think they want everybody to pay $100 come August. Yeah, and and that would be great. Yeah, so $60 for the expansion. $100 gets you that that $30. Age of Triumph. Or $40 little Age of Triumph thing. Okay. All right. I guess hopefully we'll find out August 22nd. Can't get here fast enough. Oh, we'll find out. uh, We will find out. All right. Final question here. Toilet paper roll over the front or in the back along the wall? Over or under? I'm a along the wall guy myself. My wife's an over the top. Okay. Uh, Jared? Uh, it's no doubt. It's over the front. Uh, I think the uh, the original like blueprint of the person that developed toilet paper, it designed it to go over the top. Wait. So it's just like it's like you, mm-hmm. you found the ancient scriptures. Yeah. It, it's going over the top. It's the way it's intended to be. The the only thing that I can say is, um, cats will ruin that very quickly. They will claw that toilet paper to oblivion, and if it's over, it's <laughs> over. Um, which is why I don't have cats because I'm an over guy, and I will never change my ways. Um, but I we all there are the, legitimate the real answer is a bidet. <laughs> bidet is the real the answer. bidet is the real answer. Yeah, and if not, just roll a garden hose through the yeah. window. Just psh, just have someone turn it on for you. Full turn blast it off, that, baby. All right. I think that brings us to the end of the show this week. I'm not Ryan Fox, the original Destiny Bad Boy, the only Destiny Bad Boy. Uh, Twitter at Destiny CC Pod. Uh, I never did hear back from uh, Ninth Ninth Ribbon, so uh, we'll report back report back next week and uh, let you know. Uh, apparently, when I pull up their profile. It says that they use, I don't know if like what official pronouns to use because it just says all. So all of them will help us next week. Hopefully they get back to us. I'll report back on if it, if they have ever killed Riven legit and I will let you guys sign off. All right. Socials around the corner. Um, but also summertime's happening and it's miserable outside at the same time. So if it's good weather around you, enjoy the sun now, touch grass because solstice comes around, it's time to grind armor. I'm so excited to have something to do next week with solstice. Um, we'll see how burnt out, how quickly I can get. I'm going to try to set a world record and make it a uh, day three. Um, but, uh, we'll, we'll see how long it, it actually legitimately looks to get that, uh, that gilding done. So if you're in there with me, uh, I'm glad that I'm not alone. Go Cats. Love you guys.